This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. Some media outlets and environmental activists have been making big claims that the recent West Side wildfires and the resulting smoke were the result of global warming, which is also known as climate change these days. This is simply not true. And this blog will provide the facts and evidence, and I'll let you decide what you think the truth is. Imagine if you were a journalist assigned to write a story on the potential connection between global warming and West Side wildfires. There's some questions that you certainly would want to ask. For instance, is the area burned west of the Cascade Crest increasing over time? If global warming was the cause, one would expect a trend towards more west side wildfires over the past few decades when warming has been the greatest. Another question, are the meteorological factors associated with with west side fires trending upwards over the past several decades? And do climate model projections into the, into the future indicate increases over time in these key parameters? In the case of West Side fires, the key parameter, the, the most important parameter, is strong easterly from the east winds. All major West Side fires are associated with such winds. Another secondary factor is having a dry late summer and autumn, the season of virtually all West Side fires. So let's look at the facts here. First, is there a trend in West Side wildfires? In the, in the blog, I show a plot showing the burned acreage of the uh, of area west of the Cascade Crest in Washington State. There were big fires early in the 20th century. The famous Yakul Fire in 1902 the Dole Valley Fire in 1929, which burned between 200,000 and 250,000 acres. Wow. Then there was virtually no fires on the west side until the much smaller 1951 Olympic Peninsula Fire. There was another fire drought until there was another small fire in the Olympics in 2015. And then, of course, there were the fires this year. They may have, which may have produced smoke, but really weren't that large. In any case, plotting it up, there is no evidence of any increase in west west side uh, wildfire acreage. It doesn't exist, and so that alone should be enough to deflate any claims that greenhouse warming is revving up west side fires. But the evidence is even stronger than that. Let's take a look at the essential meteorological requirements for fires. West side forests are generally not prone to large fires, and the reasons are pretty obvious. These forests are in relatively moist environments. They experience huge precipitation totals on the windward slopes during the cool season. There's snow during the winter. They are characterized by a green, moist canopy. Now, in a normal year, a period from June to September has little rain, and there is, of course, a slow drying at the surface during the summer. 
and as well, there's a melting of the snowpack in the middle of the and higher elevations during the summer. Now, during the summertime, we generally have onshore flow, flow flow from the west going to the east, from off the Pacific, that keeps our temperatures moderate and the air relatively moist. This is an inhospitable environment for a westside fire. There's no doubt about that. And as long as the flow is westerly from the west, there is little chance of chance of having major fires on the on the in the western side of of our region. Thus, the essential gradient for west side fires is having strong easterly winds. Now, why why are easterly winds so important? Well. Easterly winds encourage uh, western wildfires in several ways. First, they replace the cool, moist air coming off the Pacific with dry, very dry, warm air from east of the Cascade Crest. Relative humidities can plummet down to 10% or even less in this offshore easterly flow. Dry conditions are good for fire helping to rapidly dry out surface fuels like grasses and bushes or whatever, and making them much more flammable. A second reason is that as the easterly flow descends the western slopes of the Cascades, it is warm by compression. There's less pressure at the top of the mountains, higher pressure at the bottom, so it's compressed, it warms, and that drives humidity even lower. So you have very warm, very dry air, on the Western Cascade slopes that enhance the fire potential. A third reason is that strong winds, strong easterly winds, can provide more oxygen to the fires. And strong winds can blow hot embers ahead of, of a fire front, enabling the fires to spread more rapidly. Fourth, strong easterly winds can start fires, such as by downing power lines or pushing branches into power lines. Certainly, this has happened many times before. Now, I have a National Science Foundation grant looking at west side wildfires in the Northwest, and I and my students have studied every large west side fire, looking at the meteorology. Every one of them is associated with strong easterly winds. So with this key knowledge in mind, what will global warming do to strong easterly winds in our, in, winds in our region? Well, the answer is this. Global warming or climate change will weaken the easterly winds, working against more fires or larger fires. Now, to reach this conclusion, we have applied an ensemble of a number of regional high-resolution climate simulations. I have an NSF project working on this. I've published on this. And as the figure in the, in the blog shows, uh, and that's a, from a peer-reviewed paper, increasing greenhouse gases like CO2 will result in weaker easterly winds, weaker easterly winds crossing the Cascades. Now, this makes sense physically. Global warming tends to preferentially warm the interior of the continent compared to the slow-to-warm coastal zone. The water doesn't warm up as quickly as the land. And so if you have preferential warming in the interior, that tends to cause preferential uh, pressure declines over the interior because warm air is less dense, which results in lower pressure. 
Now, strong easterly flow is associated with higher pressure over the interior compared to the coast, so preferential warming in the interior weakens the easterly flow. It all makes sense. So the best science, from models to physical reasoning, indicates that wildfire-driving easterly flow will weaken under climate change. The opposite of the, of the suggestions in the Seattle Times and elsewhere. Now, another question, are autumns getting drier? Now, although easterly winds are a critical requirement for west side wildfires, dry conditions don't hurt. West side wildfires have occurred during periods of normal precipitation when the easterly flow is really strong and sustained, but certainly prior dry conditions shorten the period required to dry the surface fuels and have the fires. Now, this year was extraordinarily dry. Uh, here in the Northwest, it was the driest summer early fall on record. And this allowed the strong easterly winds of last week to quickly dry things out, enhance pre-existing fires, and initiate new ones. So let's go to the essential question. Is late summer, early fall precipitation declining on the western slopes of the Cascades and in western Washington in particular? The answer is no. In the blog, I have a plot of August to October precipitation for the last century over the western slopes of the Cascades. There is no long-term drying. If anything, precipitation is going up in the autumn. Think about that. And if we plot other areas in the region or individual stations in western Washington, you get the same upward trend. Well, let's take a look at climate models. Uh, forcing them by increased global uh, warming, more CO2. What does that do to autumn precipitation? Well, we've worked on that, uh, me and Eric Salate and others here at the University of Washington. And we've done research. This is published. What we found is autumn precipitation will increase in the global warming. So there's the, let's get to the bottom line. In contrast to the claims of the Seattle Times and some activist types, there is no reason to expect future increases in the size or frequencies of West, of West Side wildfires, like the ones we saw last week. There is no observed tre upward trend in wildfire acreage west of the Cascade Crest during the last 50 years or 100 years. Global warming sh will weaken easterly flow which is the key meteorological factor associated with autumn west side wildfires. Furthermore, there is no evidence for decreased autumn precipitation over the region, and climate models suggest that precipitation should in fact increase. So if you're worried about western wildfires like we had during the last, last month increasing under global warming, I don't think this is something you should be highly concerned about. And is good science to back up what I just said. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. 
See you next time.